Warning, this podcast contains serious and explicit content from the real-life stories that often involve horrific crimes committed against women, children, and men alike, to the language and comedic angle that the hosts bring to the table. This is a comedy podcast specifically focused on true crime events, and it is not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This discussion, a 17-year-old young woman goes missing in Florida. Amy Billig was last seen hitchhiking along the highway, trying to get to her father's office. Her camera was later found near the stretch of road, but Amy was never seen again. Her mother would fight for justice for decades, but Amy was never found, dead or alive. Where is she, and what really happened to her all those years ago? Welcome to We Didn't Do It. up this is young hank aka greg i am on every single we didn't do it that you have ever heard in your life and i'm joined by rick who has been now on uh i'll let you talk dude don't worry uh for sure for sure uh i'm joined by rick who has been now on two full-length episodes brian schaefer and the springfield three so rick is joining me and we are going to talk Amy Billig, and you'll, oh. you'll you'll find out why or who she is and all that. But Rick, welcome. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's my third episode, and I've been sober for um, zero of them, yeah. and we're gonna keep this trend going. Nobody's so. fucking nobody's fucking sober, and you think I would have a sober person on this fucking podcast? Oh hell no, fuck? dude. And like, I wonder how many listeners are sober. Like, usually, like I only listen to this podcast when I'm like drunk and stuff so. oh thanks and, i feel like honestly, a, I, I feel like that like sort of cute chubby chick that you're like you know what i'll only fuck her if i'm like really drunk you know? like i'm only gonna listen to them if i'm really drunk like thanks man i'm that fucking chubby cute chick who if she was you know if she lost 100 pounds or, or not 100 like maybe 60 50 maybe 50 60 right i think 50 but yeah, you know, I feel like that chick, man. If I lost fifty pounds, then you'd fuck me. Absolutely, so, and you know what, dude? That <laughs> chick puts that chick puts in more effort than all the other That's like right, dude. Chicks. And you see that it with this podcast. You, yeah, that chick would text you good morning, like oh. at like six a.m. She'll cook you breakfast, that, bro. Oh, absolutely, dude. She'll fucking like tuck you into bed and everything. Everything, dude. She'll rub your feet. Them bitches <laughs> are the best, dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. You see the effort I- over here. Hell yeah, dude. Should rub your feet, maybe even like suck your toes if you're lucky. I don't know about that, bro. But I'm here, man. I'm doing my chubby chick thing. So, anyway, man, I appreciate that you do listen, sober or not. Of course, man. Hell yeah. All right, so let's jump into Amy Billig. So, we are on the Charlie Project, and we're just going to go through this article. It, this is going to be a full episode. I didn't do much research just because I'm very well aware of the case and I just kind of want to go through what's online. Okay. Okay. So Amy Billig. Details of her disappearance. Amy was last seen hitchhiking along 
Main Highway in Coconut Grove, Florida. Is that where Robbie Lawler trains? Yeah, dude, that's like the, <laughs> you know, American top team or whatever. Yeah, I think okay. Yeah. Oh, one of the big gyms, yeah. Yeah, we're MMA fans. We're actually MMA. Yeah. You learned this on the Brian Schaefer podcast. We are MMA fighters, and we fought each other before. But anyway, Amy was last seen hitchhiking in Coconut Grove, Florida on March 5th, 1974. She was headed to her father's office to borrow money from him so she could meet her friends later in the day. Amy never arrived at the office, and her friends never saw her that evening. She has never been heard from again. All right, so hold on. Let's take a little uh, pause right there. So Amy is 17 at this point, you know? Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah so she's like a younger girl, 5'5", five, five, 110 pounds, as it says. So that's like a good, you know, good height and weight ratio for a female. <laughs> so she's healthy. <laughs> she's, you know, she's, she's probably like, healthy, guys. Yeah, if she, if she was like 210, it'd be like, hell no. But you 210? Know, like, what, what are we doing, dwarfs? <laughs> What is this, uh, goosebumps I'm... with the fucking gnomes in the yard? No, this is fucking <laughs> real humans, dude. Fucking nobody's right. that height at that age. <laughs> It'd be fucking weird if it was like 4'9". I'd be like, wow, what a fucking... Is this a midget? All right, five, but anyways, five fine, dude. So, our listeners, dude, so, like, let me describe her to you because whenever I listen to, like, a podcast with, like, a female, like, I always, like, in my head like is she hot is she not would i fuck her would i not fuck her so let me describe we didn't even do that with the springfield three we didn't do that with the springfield three um real quick real real quick before we get into if you want to fuck a minor because she's 17 rick um but at this point she's probably like 50 or whatever it doesn't matter whatever (laughs) we'll get into it okay we'll pretend that we're in a state we're 17 year olds are legal, I guess, but which we are. Well, I am. I don't know about you, but yeah, I think. Hold up, let me find that out real quick. Michigan age <laughs> of consent. 16, dude. I'm fucking golden. <laughs> bro, I'm fucking golden, bro. Yeah, we'll talk about it if we want to fuck her or not. But yo, real quick. <laughs> Real quick, let's go to <laughs> Real quick, let's go to Springfield Street. Yeah. 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 <laughs> dude, dude, I can't even right now. Hey, are you gonna edit this out? Because no, I'm keeping this in, bro. Fuck, fuck, dude. I feel like you you would, you would lose like all your like hardcore liberal like listeners. Oh, uh, like, whatever, oh, no, dude. dude. Whatever. They'll get triggered hard as fuck right now. Um. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's let's <laughs> this is such a weird thing that we have to do now but let's go to springfield three all right oh, so I'm, God, I'm looking at cheryl I'm, I'm looking at stacy and i'm looking at Susie. and would i fuck any of them right <laughs> starting with cheryl the mother you know what i, I don't think i could do it dude stacy I don't know, man. Her nose is kind of weird. Looking at her, I'm looking at her like uh, I don't know her body though. You know, who knows? Maybe, probably, probably. Uh, and dude, Susie, you know what, man? I'd for sure fuck her. She looks like she could fucking take a dick, bro. <laughs> dude, I'm just, I'm just keeping it, I'm just keeping it buck fifty, bro. She could take a dick, and I know it, dude. I know. Wait, wait. Just looking hold at on, her. hold on, yo, 
You is, is that the more uh, ginger one or is that the more brunette one? No, pull it up. Dude. Oh, you're on your phone. Okay, yeah, no, I'm on it's, my phone, dude. It's the more blonde one. Susie has a normal nose. Stacy has a very thin nose. Uh, okay, okay. So I um, mean, all right. Besides me trying to figure out who's who, like through some like roto type of shit. So the mom, she's too old for me. Dude, but, like, I, with the, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, sorry to interrupt you. You can keep going. Uh, but yeah. I'm looking but, at the picture that I used when I when I made it uh, on my website and I sent everything. Susie's the blonde one, dude. She's 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 usually in the middle of the photographs. I mean, all right, dude. So with Springfield three, I probably have a threesome with the two younger daughters. Okay, whatever, yeah, but that's like, what I'm I mean, saying. I would I would do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, dude, I would like I go for it if I was like drunk or something, but like I wouldn't like brag. I'm not gonna I like take even, them out and like I wouldn't buy tell dinner nobody. I wouldn't tell nobody because I'm engaged. Okay. <laughs> Look at what I'm saying on this fucking podcast, right? Hypothetical, bro. You're there. No one's gonna find out. It's just like her pussy is on the table. Are you doing it? Okay, I'm telling you, I'm not fucking the mom because I'm not gonna enjoy it. I'll fuck both of those girls, but I would fuck the shit out of Susie. I would like put effort in. <laughs> This is I one mean, of the most out-of-pocket fucking episodes. You know why? Because we're going into the story of Amy Billick, who was possibly forced into sex trafficking. So, holy fuck, fuck man. But, doing? um... Alright, so are we done with these Springfield 3? Are we yeah, going to talk about yeah, Amy? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. We'll okay, so between the, between the Springfield 3 and then this this um Amy Billig, I'd definitely say Amy Billig's the better looking, you know? She has the potential to grow into a beautiful woman, is all I'm going to say. I feel you, man, but I mean, I don't know. It's like a guy who's like fucked a girl named Amy, and she wasn't as hot as this chick. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, like she's. I fucked okay, a couple she's... Amys in my day. Oh, really? Oh, two, actually, like a couple, meaning two. Oh. Yeah. At the same time, or no? No, no. I don't even want to talk about those times, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> I know. Me too, man. Let's not talk about it. rough times uh, yeah. back then. But uh, anyway, so let's um. All right, so yeah, let's so, get yeah, to she's know. Like de- yeah, she's like decently cute. She's seventeen. She's hitchhiking <clears throat> in yeah. Florida. Yeah, okay. she's she's pretty. Okay, let's just put it that <clears throat> way. <clears throat> so Amy is pretty. All right, let's get to know her though. So Amy enjoyed playing the flute and the guitar, as well as reading and writing poetry. At the time of her 1974, or in the 70s, her disappearance in 1974, and she was also considering becoming an actress. She did often hitchhike through her neighborhood, which we're in 2020. That's a stupid fucking thing to do. Very um, fucking stupid. Well, hitchhiking? Well, yeah, but at the same time, dude, they say it's stupid to hitchhike and they say it's stupid to pick up a hitchhiker. So, like, which one fucking is it? Like, goddamn it. I think if you're on the road, like, mm-hmm. if I'm on the road and I see a girl like Amy and she's like, put her, she got her thumb up in the air and shit, I'm gonna probably pull over not because i'm gonna rape her and murder her <laughs> just because like i'll help this girl out because i know other people might do that right because it's more common for somebody like her to be picked up and raped and murdered right yeah as opposed but to like the if, big if, fucking if, yeah. yes exactly if i'm driving and i see fucking i don't know like a some dude that looks like some dude that looks like travis brown on the side of the road trying to hitchhike i'm gonna fucking flip him off and fucking spit in his face right when i drive by i'm not picking him up 
<laughs> yeah, hell no, dude. So if some if if somebody who is hitchhike if somebody who is driving and they pick up a hitchhiker gets murdered, I don't give a fuck. You're stupid as shit because you picked up a threat. I'm not picking up a threat. I'm picking up a fucking little girl who I'm gonna take safely to her destination, right? Okay. But am All I right. gonna pick yeah. am I gonna pick up a fucking guy that looks like Travis Brown? No. So if you pick up a hitchhiker and you die, that's on you, bro. But if you're hitchhiking, yeah, I was, was going to say, I was going to say, like, you know how to throw hands. So, like, it'll be dangerous, like, you know, for the yeah. other person you pick up or you get in their car. I'm sure you probably, like, whoop some ass, carjack them or fucking whatever, you know? Uh, me as a hitchhiker? Yeah, dude. If you, if you want, like, imagine you were, like, oh, yeah, no, like, I'm not just, like, I've fucking hitch- throw some I've hands hitch- the car. I've hitchhiked twice in my life. And, okay. um, both times I got, obviously I'm here. I got to where I wanted to go safely, but all I'm saying, all we were getting at is, or what I was actually getting at when you are 17 years old and you are a pretty girl and you're hitchhiking and that's stupid. Okay. Because not everybody's going to be like me. Not everybody's going to be like, yo, this girl could possibly, cause I run a fucking murder podcast, dude. This, I, I look at that, I'll be like, this girl could possibly get picked up by a fucking rapist. And, you know, if I don't pull over, she might not make it. I'm that paranoid. I'm that paranoid about my family. I'm that paranoid about, like, everybody close to me. I'm like, dude, watch out. Oliver, don't take your bike down the road. Fucking Hannah, text me every time you come home from the store and shit like that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know, so if I see a fucking 17-year-old girl hitchhiking, I'm going to probably pick her up. I'm going to take her to her destination safely. I'm going to tell her to never fucking do that shit again. Because of shit like this, if you are young and attractive and you're hitchhiking, there is a very good chance that you're going to get picked up and you're going to get raped and murdered. Yep, that's a public service announcement. And if you're like 17 and ugly as hell, well, don't worry about that. You know, yeah. it's only the, the ones are... Fucking hitchhike all you want. Yeah, care. exactly. So, uh... <laughs> but anyway, man, so... Yeah. Amy was hitchhiking. She was known for it. Charles and Larry Glasser, 16-year-old twin brothers, called Amy's family a few days after her disappearance, and they claimed to have kidnapped her. They said they were holding her for $30,000 ransom. They turned out to be lying. They didn't even fucking know Amy, and they had nothing to do with her disappearance. They were just fucking douchebags. Well, so they, yeah, were, dude, they, wanted, they were actually yeah, they wanted, charged with extortion. Yeah, they wanted 30 fucking grand. I mean, it's like the 70s before internet. And like, you hear about this you shit. You always like, bring wow. up the internet. Last oh, time yeah, on dude. Springfield 3, porn and the internet. What does that have to do with the internet? <laughs> well, no, what I'm saying is like, like it was like before the internet came around. So like this shit, like they just wanted $30,000. They probably called it from their payphone and like wanted to organize some scheme, you know? Well, yeah, but... I don't know what the internet's gonna do with that, dude. I, I don't know, man. Fucking it's before <laughs> before the fucking internet, all right? So before technology, maybe. Exactly. If you want to uh, like see some, if you want to see some titties, you have to like go like buy a Playboy magazine. Like times are different, you know? Yeah, you got to go to um, you know, shouts out to family video that still exists, but you got to go through the saloon bar style doors and go into the the mm-hmm. R, the the I'm sorry, the X rated section. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to be young, like, in family video. Like, 
I'm like looking at like the because the back wall was always new release and it led up right next to the X-rated section. I'd be like looking at the very bottom film trying to fucking peek my head under. I'm like, dude, is that a titty? Like, is that a fucking butthole? Dude, but like like speaking of the internet now, like like yeah. if anyone actually still goes to like Family Video in 2020 and gets those like DVDs, you're a fucking moron. Like, why would you do no, that? No, not only are you a moron. You're probably a fucking murderer. Probably, dude. You like, are a you know? fucking weird motherfucker if you ever even get porn from a fucking video rental store. What? You need you need it so bad you go to a fucking video rental store? Are you fucking kidding me? Or, or not even that. It's like dude, you don't know how to I, use the internet. If, like, dude, if my, if my internet is down, my Wi-Fi is down, my phone is dead. I'll go into the bathroom right now and jerk off into the fucking toilet in five minutes using my imagination. You think I fucking need porn on DVD? Dude, we're talking 70s and 80s. This was porn on VHS. That is a sick individual who needs to be locked up for life. That is a sick motherfucker. You can't use your imagination to fucking jerk off. Are you kidding me? I use my imagination fucking nation the most i think of shit i'm like dude that chick was pretty hot man what if this happened what if i fucking showed up at her house and she's like that's right and then she pulled her pants down i'm just like yeah and then she's like eat my butthole and i'm like yeah and i just keep jerking off you know what i mean and then eventually i'll get to the point where she's like come inside of me and i'm like bet and then i fucking jerk off into my toilet Oh, shit, this is dude. the most out of pocket episode ever, dude. It's been never, like never has it's we been like this bad. It's been never like have 20, I said some shit like that. That's actually true. Oh my god! It's been, it's been like twenty minutes, and we've gotten into like out of the twenty minutes so far, it's been like two minutes about the case and like <laughs> eighteen minutes of like bullshit. Man, oh my it's god! It's a good night then, right? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna chime in on these two bro- brothers as you're taking this coffin up this long or whatever. Go, all right, go ahead. Hey, you good, bro? I was gonna say, all right, so these two brothers are 16 years old, and like $30,000 back then was like a lot of money. You could buy like a lot of porn, hookers, whatever you wanted. You know, it's like more money than yeah. it's now. So yeah, they were like, like we're, just gonna, we're just gonna lie Cocaine. and collect this ransom, you know? So, but they didn't have anything to do with it because they were 16 years old and like probably dumbasses and did not like think it through well. So they get popped real quick. So that's not related to the story. So we'll just uh, keep going past that. Mm-hmm. All right. You good, man? You got your. Above. I'm fucking you good, good, dude. All right. You know so I'm yeah. golden, baby. All right. So you yeah, can keep these. going if you want, though. You can you can read a paragraph. Uh, we're on the same we're on the same article. You can read. It. Otherwise, I can I can uh, where it says Amy's mother. I could start there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know, dude. You're usually the person who reads. I don't want this to be like, you know, like, okay, like, okay. like pop, popcorn with the reading and like okay, that's fourth fine. grade and you like pass it off. <laughs> like, all right, go ahead. Yeah. You can read. I'm just going to chime in. All right, man. So, yeah, fuck them brothers. Amy's mother, Susan Billig. I think it's pronounced Billig. I don't know if it's... What What? what else would it be? Billig, yeah. There's no N. It's like Billig. It's not like not Billig. Billig. It's not like French or something. But yeah, so Susan Billig... She began investigating her daughter's case in addition to law enforcement's attempts immediately after Amy disappeared. 
She began receiving tips from numerous individuals who claimed that Amy had been abducted by the members of the Outlaws or the Pagans. Both are motorcycle gangs that traveled through Coconut Grove in Florida in 1974. So the info, and that has a lot to do, because I'm familiar with this case, it has a lot Mm -hmm. to do with this. So motorcycle gang, it's one of the two. Have you ever come across a motorcycle gang? Um, no, I have not. I mean, I've seen like some bikers with Harleys and like, like a, maybe like a jacket, but not like multiple, like 10 or more, you know, motorcycles in a row. So like, why, what about them? I don't know, man. Like there's actually one not far from where I live. They have like, um, like a house and they all just like pull up in there. There's like probably 30 bikers and it has like their fucking sign. I forget what they're called. I really forget. Mm-hmm. But they got this, like, sign-up, and they all just meet up there and shit. I don't know what they're doing. Probably yeah, some illegal shit, dude. Yeah, but they're probably, like, more, like, chill, laid-back guys. They're not, like, the gangs here in South Side Chicago where they're just, like... Probably, probably. Each other, you know? Yeah, they're probably not like that, but... Yeah, they're, like, cool. They ride some motorcycles, like, some shit like that, you know? I guess, Usually. but what I'm trying to get at is that some motorcycle gangs are... I think most, actually, are doing at least some sort of scummy shit on the low maybe if it's just like you know just very basic stuff like right now yeah i know that they are not listening to wearing a mask and like owning and operating a bar because you can't have bars where i'm at i know that they're fucking drinking at that place they got a, they got their own bar so i know that mm-hmm. they're at least being scummy that way they're not taking coronavirus seriously but mm-hmm. <coughs> are they the type to abduct and rape women probably not because this area that I live in really doesn't have that at all. There's maybe two missing people and and they're pretty infamous and it's not like, you know, it's not like coming across the highway of like major intersections like I'm talking like any city you can think of, right? Where mm-hmm. you could come across bicycle gangs. <clears throat> all across the US there are missing women near highways. And that's mm-hmm. one of two things, actually one of three things. Truck drivers, bicycle gangs, so near highway also means like getting off at a stop and there's like a motel that's notorious for bicycle gangs, whatever. So it's truck drivers, bicycle gangs, and just random psychopaths. That's who is going to be uh, abducting women near highways. It's those three. Truck drivers. And, and truck drivers literally could be two categories. It could be a random psychopath who is a truck driver or a random psychopath who's in a bicycle gang. But I'm also saying there's random psychopaths who just literally troll highways to see if they can find a victim. And they're, they don't, they're not on a motorcycle and they don't drive a semi-truck. So that's the third option. But it's always going to be a random psycho. And you see that all across the nation. Women yeah, but, uh, going missing. And that's all I'm uh, saying, man. Like, she was hitchhiking. So, uh, Amy, but, you know, Amy was hitchhiking along a highway, man. So, like, she yeah. could have... I, I, whatever, man. We were talking about motorcycle gangs and stuff. No, so. no, no, but like, like, no, I was going to say, um, but like, dude, how do you kidnap someone with a motorcycle? Cause you can't just like toss them in your trunk. So why would you like, you know, like, are you just going to like make them hold on to the back of your bike? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it like, like, you know, you, you give them your helmet and then they hold on to your chest. I know, but like, f- I mean, fuck dude. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I okay, never look, even look, heard look, of a look, case that someone got kidnapped with a motorcycle, like. Seems like if you're driving a motorcycle, you're not going to kidnap someone. You're in a fucking motorcycle. Like, what the fuck are you doing? 
Right, but you we're know? talking we're talking motorcycle gangs, so No, I mean like Listen, I, listen, dude. This is an argument just like we had last time. If oh you're gonna kidnap somebody and make them drive the car? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is one of them arguments. Can you be in a bicycle gang and you abduct somebody? Is it that's even possible? Motorcycles are one person vehicles, two at most, but it blah blah Okay, look, you're with a lot of scummy people. Let's just say this is a shitty-ass bicycle gang filled with just scumbags and criminals, right? Mm-hmm. But, but like, even... So, even if there's... N- what I'm saying is, all right, look. If somebody is not there that followed in a truck or van... Because I actually I actually seen that before. Like, a motorcycle gang, there's, there's like, a, you know, a car behind them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's a vehicle that you throw somebody in. But that's, you know, that's always an option if you're surrounded by criminals, right? But it doesn't even matter. What matters is when a motorcycle gang goes and then they they park up on the side, they go to a motel or whatever. You don't have to mm-hmm. be moving. You don't have to be moving to abduct somebody and, and, and be in that crime. You could just come across them on land, obviously, like, you know, not the highway at the motel, at the bar nearby, at the restaurant nearby, just walking around, whatever. What people think happened to amy was that she was kidnapped drugged then you know all this shit happened so if you kidnap somebody when you're at a motel or whatever you could just bring them back to your fucking motel lure them in i got weed i got coke i got fucking booze i got food whatever you can just lure them in and then you can drug them and then essentially turn them into a slave and that's what we're gonna get into with amy that's what people think happened to amy she got okay. hooked on this is like taken like Liam Neeson shit. She got hooked on drugs. She got turned into a sex slave and was passed around with these motorcycle gangs. So all I'm saying is she could have came across the wrong bikers who were fucking psychopaths. They could have lured her in or fucking grabbed her or whatever and she could have gotten drugged, turned into a sex slave like we're going to get into people believe and that to me is plausible i think that that can happen doesn't matter that these people are on bicycles that that have motors on them <laughs> okay doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter that they're on bicycles with motors on them if what, what tra- if they're if, on uh bicycles without motors on them do you think you can uh, fuck girl? them dude what, what are we going against lance fucking armstrong fucking put her over your handlebars and just you know go down the no, get, on get on my pegs get on my pegs but then you can't, you uh, can't, you can't have somebody drugged up on your pegs. They're gonna right, fall right. the fuck off. All right, so let's uh, let's keep going with the theory. So the main prevalent theory looks to be the motorcycle gang. Yeah. So yeah, they, you know, the outlaw, the outlaws are the pagans, both motorcycle gangs that traveled okay. through Coconut Grove in uh, Florida in 1974. Some people claim that Amy was alive, and others maintain that she had been killed. These tips led Susan on a cross-country chase through the U.S. and even into Great Britain through the years. Sometimes Susan would seemingly come within days of finding her daughter, but Amy was never located. She may have used the aliases as mute. I heard that one because I heard I heard mute because she never talked. Like she was fucking just terrified. And that's sad as shit. If she was turned into a sex slave... To the point where she's so fucking petrified that she doesn't talk. And her nickname is Mute. That's dark, dude. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. 
That's fucking dark. So her aliases were Mute, Sunshine, Little Bits, which I'm pretty sure that's like um, little cupcakes and, and shit that you can get from, from the store. And or Mellow Cheryl. I don't like that last one at all, dude. Yeah, it's stupid, man. I don't know, but that was her nicknames within the bikers. Paul Branch, a member of the Pagans, one of the bicycle gangs, initially told Susan in the late 1970s that Amy was alive and she was being held by Pagan members. Branch's widow claimed that he recanted the statement on his deathbed in the late 1990s. He then said that Amy had attended a party thrown by the Pagans in Florida on the night of her disappearance and that she died of a drug overdose. And her body had been taken to the Florida Everglades by gang members and tossed to the alligators. His, his widow relayed this information to Susan. Alright, so this dude first said that she was held captive by pagan members. And then when he was dying, he said, uh, never mind, bro. She died of a fucking overdose. And we threw her to the gators. Jeez, man. What do you think? Uh, I mean, like, did, did this Amy girl know these bikers? Because if she's 17 and... Then no, she was these... hitch- no, she was hitchhiking, dude. I know, but she's 17 and a lot of these bikers are probably, like, in their 40s or some shit. So, right, like, right. So I don't was, know, like... She was hitchhiking. Like, she was hitchhiking and she got she got picked up. Picked by, up and was um, like, fuck it, yeah. I want to party. I want to party with all these guys or, like, Maybe. Who knows my dad. You know, like, what the fuck? So you don't that, think that she ever got picked up by them? Uh, I mean, maybe, but, like, I don't think she's going to get picked up and then, like, go to a party thrown by them, you know, on some, like, biker party, and she's 17. Well, you know, at, at that at that point, maybe she had been drugged. You mm. never know. Yeah, I feel you. But, um, all right, let's keep going with this article. It's kind of weird that, like, he, like, changes statement on the deathbed or whatever right. uh but there's more in the article about this theory so we'll we'll circle yeah. back to it you know we'll just yeah. keep reading. Hold, hold up dude i really gotta pee let me just go pee real quick pardon the interruption but we wanted to take a moment to talk about our sponsor davo's jerked meat hands down this is the best beef jerky on planet earth and you get your money's worth with bold og garlic pepper teriyaki and now hickory hank named after yours truly, you have flavor options. And trust me, they're all addicting as fuck. So go on and get the best beef jerky for the low. You can hit us up and we will be the middleman, or you can go straight to the source himself on Twitter at RealDaveOlson. That's O-L-S-O-N for the last name, RealDaveOlson. Thank you, and now back to the show. All right, I'm back, bro, Tendo. Did you jerk off in the toilet? No, dude, I just had to. Re- I just had to really pee, dude. Dude, I, I can't. I can't believe how out of pocket this episode has already been. But dude, this this is fucking crazy, man. Like you need to have like a little sensor warning or something. I have a double sensor, double disclaimer in the beginning of this episode. Yeah, Holy shit, like, they're gonna be like, dude. No, seriously, if you if you if you get offended at like anything at all, don't listen to this. Gather yeah, myself. All right. Amy's camera was located at Wildwood Exit on Florida's Turnpike shortly after her disappearance. It was turned in by a man who had heard that she was missing. Okay, a little weird. What was he doing? Just looking for shit? I mean, probably. Who knows, yeah. It's kind of weird, though. 
Wildwood would have been on the route of what the bikers gang took traveling north. So this was this was in Florida and they were going north, I guess. The bikers. Okay. Alright, so nobody knows if Amy had the camera when she disappeared, however, it might have disappeared before she did. The film inside once developed revealed no clues as to her whereabouts. The majority of the photographs were completely overexposed. That's both sketchy and shitty. So is that like I mean some of these cameras like you like expose the film too much and like fucked it up is that like how it kind of worked wait what overexposed meaning like what like when they developed like the it fi- like, like you know like the film had been exposed to like sunlight oh okay like the film inside of the camera so it was all fucked up okay we don't have to deal with that with fucking phone cameras and digital cameras now right but there was actually film back in the day so like, I know, if, the like- sun- if the sunlight hit it then it was done for yeah, now you can like get like you know 4K HD porn on your phone and not worry about the sun. So times are much better these days. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's keep it going. So the camera. Yeah, the camera's overexposed. Another okay. side note to Amy's disappearance involved harassing phone calls. And you know what? I feel bad for her mom because yeah, her mom had to, her mom had to deal with this for fucking decades, dude. She she got harassing phone calls for a long time. A then-unidentified male caller informed Susan that Amy was abducted by members of an illicit sex ring organization and she was being held captive. The caller tormented Susan for 21 years. Like I was saying, (laughs) decades, dude. Dude, what the fuck, man? 20 fucking one years. This woman woman had to fucking get phone calls be like, yo, I'm fucking your daughter in the ass right now. (laughs) Oh, it feels good. (laughs) Dude, goddamn man! Twenty fucking one years, dude. Twenty-one years of like prank calls. I mean, like honestly, I think maybe with my buddies back in the day, we made some like you know prank phone calls for maybe no, like that's 20, so twenty-one up, days tops for like three weeks. Twenty-one do, like, days. Twenty-one yeah, like, years, bro. This man went through twenty-one like, Christmases man. and nothing. He felt nothing on those Christmas mornings. He didn't fucking like, you know, give his children presents or fucking. Open presents, be like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't fuck with Susan. <laughs> 21 times! He no, fucking 21 had 21 Christmases, and he went, you know what? I'm still gonna call her. This man is a fucking sadist. Dude, 21 <laughs> years? But I got, that's ridiculous, dude. Fuck, man. <laughs> look, man. Look, Rick. Dude, yo, yo, Rick, let me just, you call her, like, Rick. hold on. Like, was that every week thing? Like, every month? Like... Like, no, I it wish. Was very, like, it was, yeah, probably every month, dude. Every month, I would say. It was probably like but, every three days on his lunch break or something, you know. But dude, let me let me pause for a second. All right, this is the most out of pocket, motherfucking episode I have ever been on in my entire life. Me and you have had now three conversations that I know are gonna get me in trouble. What a way to fucking be like, hey man. Now he's officially a guest host. Look what happens when fucking Dragon Rick talk. Well, fuck yeah, man. Age of consent. Masturbation. (laughs) The previous conversation. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, these are the riveting issues the listeners want addressed. Because we can just, like, go through a case, like, like, draw within the lines and everything. Like, like have a cookie-cutter podcast. But no, man. We're talking about the real shit. The shit. But anyway... So, for 21 years, until 1995, he tormented her, but 
FBI agents were able to identify and trace the man using his cell phone. So he had like one of them like saved by the bell fucking brick cell phones probably in 1995. <laughs> they, they looked like, um, I don't know, man. They looked like a fucking school binder almost. All right, Until let's that yeah, I was gonna say, let's see what kind of winner would make a 21-year prank call run. So it says, yeah, um, yeah. All right, let me get this one. You know, um, it says Blair claimed he was an alcoholic and had obsessive-compulsive disorder, which caused him to harass Susan. He also stated that he never met Amy and knew nothing about her disappearance. And he was sentenced to a two-year prison term for harassing her, and has since been released. And she settled a lawsuit against him for five million dollars. So I mean, shit, dude. So settled. She so so there was a payout. <laughs> yeah. So so he gave the mom five million dollars for the twenty-one no, years of. No, it was settled. So it was so he she probably got two to three million. He oh, didn't pay. Okay, okay. He didn't pay her five. He didn't pay. He said he, he said, "Hey, man, get the fuck out of my face. Here's two million dollars." <laughs> You know? Okay, okay, but shit, dude. And that's, she that's said, a she lot, said, you know? sure. She said, sure. I mean, dude, that, I would say that's a good deal for her, dude. Because I mean, like, dude, I'll take anyone calling me for twenty-one years if they give me two million dollars. Like, fuck it, dude. You know? No, dude. You know how fucked up it is, dude. I got a couple prank phone calls in my life, and they still kind of fucking mess me up. I'm like, oh, who I the fuck you, was that? You know what I mean? Like, like one night I got one, and then like fucking for a week, I'm like, dude, are they gonna call again? I was still living with my parents, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like you. it was fucked up. I'm like, I better answer the phone call first. You know, I'm always like, I got it. Why? Why? Why, Gregory? Why? No, I just got it. Why'd you hang up real quick? Man, because fuck people. No, I had a couple of phone calls. Dude, for 21 years, 2 million is nothing, honestly. <laughs> 2 to 3 million is nothing, dude. 21 dude fucking straight up 21 mil bro that's the deal 1 million every year straight up fucking two two million dollars 21 years of torture settle out of court i'm not going anywhere <laughs> i'm fucking right here bitch you owe me a million every year 21 fucking years dude are you fucking kidding me that's a lot of fucking years that's not just fucking six or seven. Yeah, two million, that dude. makes sense. Twenty fucking one years, bitch. <laughs> but dude, okay, hold on, hold on. So more startling than that is like she didn't change her phone number in 21 years. She didn't like <laughs> Well, you know what, man? Because sometimes she's like, yo, my daughter's missing. This is the only phone number I've ever had. Maybe she remembers it, you know? And that's the sad part. That's the sad part. She never changed her number because maybe her daughter would call. But instead, it was like, hey, for like fucking 21 years, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. This, dude. Poor, this poor woman didn't change her number because maybe her fucking daughter would call. This is the only number she's ever known by her memory. You know, she's, right. She knows it by it. heart. And this motherfucker and found it out. Yeah, wait a second. Okay, so it says he was sentenced to a two-year prison term. Yeah, and um, then he got let so out. So hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. When you get arrested or get sent to prison, don't you get like one phone call? I think you do, oh, right? Oh man, he should be <laughs> talking about him calling her. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? <laughs> that would be some. That would be like literally the most sadistic shit I've ever heard in my entire life. 
I can joke about it because that's because like that's not me. I would never do that. Clearly, I'm a great father. Yeah. I'm a I'm a good person. It's like uh, what what was his name actually? Now I'm gonna get into it. Blair. What was his name? Blair. Henry Blair. So it's like, it's like this is blah 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 County, inmate number three eight four one Henry Johnson Blair, and she's like, all right, maybe he's apologizing to me. Uh, yeah. I'm still fucking your daughter in her asshole! <laughs> this is gonna be the fucking best episode that anyone has ever heard in their entire life. This is what I hope for, dude. So, the addition of Blair into case focuses renewed attention in, uh, onto a man Amy described in her journal. Amy wrote that she was considering running away to South America with a man called Hank. Oh, fuck, bro. Young <laughs> Hank, dude. I swear I didn't do it. All right. So Blair's nickname apparently was Hank. So Henry Johnson Blair, his nickname was apparently Hank. A photo developed from the roll of film in Amy's camera showed a white van, which was identical in color and model to a van that Blair drove in 1974. I think you got her fucking man, dude. Henry Johnson Blair for 21 years called this fucking woman and he drove a van the exact same model in fucking color that year? No way. So right, hold, Blair, on, Bla- hold up. Blair's job was with the customs department. It required him to relocate to South America around the time that Amy specified in her journal. So she wrote in her motherfucking journal that I'm going to fucking go to South America with Hank. Blair's nickname was Hank. And he drove the same goddamn fucking car. And his job went to the same goddamn fucking continent. Blair did this shit, dude. I Blair's mean, jo- so was his van like white and with no windows in the back? Because... I mean, that's, you know, that matters a lot. And they left that detail out. So, you know, if it was like... No, man, I think Blair did this shit. I think... I, I know, but... This shit, dude. So I Blair, know, but dude, like, like if you were to commit, like, a murder, why would you, like, call the victim's families for 21 fucking years, dude? Like... Because you're fucking crazy. <laughs> he abducted her, maybe sold okay. her. You know, it doesn't mean that... Or it doesn't mean that he fucking, like, killed her. He could have mm-hmm. just picked her up and sold her. Okay. So, so Blair's job was with the customs department, which required him to relocate to South America. Exactly the same fucking place. Sorry. Well, that's not a very specific place, dude. That's like a whole fucking continent, you know? Yeah, but... So, Blair has not been positively linked to Amy aside from his incarceration for the harassment of her mother. I don't know, man. I think I think that Blair had something to do with it. Mm, I don't fucking know, man. But... I mean, maybe. But there's all right. So there's more information that shows that you know Susan had a decades-long search for her daughter with law enforcement, uh, which and there's footage out there of her meeting with Branch's widow, who. So Branch's Branch, Branch is the dude from the Pagans. Yeah, he's like a motorcycle guy that said they tossed her into right. the river after she OD'd. Yeah. Apparently, no. So, Susan accepted this widow's statement as the program's end. But authorities believe that his widow is lying about his confession in an effort to financially profit off of Amy's disappearance. So, Susan... So, it's one of two things, dude. It's either... It's either that dude is... 
being truthful and she died of a fucking drug overdose and her body was thrown to the gators or Blair did it aka Hank so what what are you more inclined to believe I mean those were the two theories laid forth in the article obviously there's could be a wide array of other possibilities but out of those yeah two, I mean like all right yeah, so yeah. out of those two what's more probable and then if not what could have happened like you know obviously she was on a highway she could have, she could have me, uh, got picked up by a fucking just, just go ahead you, you say your shit i'll talk about mine all right, all, right, all right so like i was okay so the first one that she the motorcycle gang picked her up and like um whatever she was a party overdose or got killed fed to the alligators i mean i don't know man that's possible but like out of these motorcycle gangs they're like older i don't see like she was trying to hitchhike get somewhere i mean i don't know i don't see her parting with them willingly like i don't know that she get like drugged into it or something i mean who knows maybe but um i, I mean i'd say this blair story is more credible because like he <laughs> could have like abducted her and killed her and then um 21 years just, like tormented her mother for yeah 21 because dude that's a long time i mean even if you're like obsessed with a case because i mean like me and you we've been like obsessed with cases or whatever but like 21 yeah. years to like think about it's like anything nah, dude. that's like look dude the only I'm, the only yeah, look, crazy. Look, listen listen the only case that would ever bother me for 21 years is bryce laspisa i hope he's found alive because i want to talk to him dude i want to talk to bryce mm. But that's the it, only case. That's the only case that's connected to me because I blacked out that night, and I said <laughs> all those fucking things that I said. I said that I would beat the shit out of him. I called his mother a fat bitch. All these things, right? That case is forever connected to me because I chose to be fucking a delinquent that night and just drink and fucking smoke. Dude, and just drink honest. and smoke and drink and smoke and drink. I was so fucked up. I had to re-fucking-do all of my narration because I was slurring my fucking speech. I had to fucking re- It took me two weeks to fucking perfect one goddamn episode. It pissed me off. So but dude, Bryce, I, is, Bryce is always yeah, going to be connected yeah. to me. Honestly, that was one of your... Uh, that was one of definitely one of the better episodes. <laughs> so if you're new to the podcast and are just like grazing through the episodes, I'd say definitely check <laughs> that one out because that was very <laughs> nicely done. I think but. I had to do it. I had we were early on and I, I wanted it to not be a shit show. That's all, all it right. is. All right. Um, so, so I was going to say um, one other thing, though, when they said the FBI or police couldn't uh, link Blair to Amy. Um, but finally, when they did figure out after 21 years, the FBI years, fucking sucks, dude. No, no, but I was going to say, like, after 21 years that they found out his identity, the, the harassing caller. Then it's harder to go back and link someone like for some shit like 21 years ago. You know what I mean? Like if something, if like some crime happened like last week, then they could like figure out shit easier. Be like, where were you last week? Run some test evidence, ask you for alibis. But if like someone asked you even like five, ten years ago, like where were you on this night? You'd be like, how the fuck do I know? And yeah, good luck tracing that. You know, so like I just feel like since a lot of times have passed. Like, it's going to be hard to link him to some girl 21 years earlier under any circumstances, like whether it's like there was jobs, work history, like what job saves their fucking like employee schedules and work hours like 21 years later. You know, it's like 
they kind of, they, they kind of miss the boat on that. So the fact that they can't connect him to her in any other way besides the phone calls, like that doesn't really like mean much. It could definitely been him, and then two decades later, it's, it can't really connect him. Right. No, I I agree with you. I think that he had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Is it be, just because like all they have for twenty one years is him doing those phone calls? Mm-hmm. Because because they don't have a, a paper trail of of anything else for the 21 years. Mm-hmm. That's just the only thing that they can fucking connect. And I'm telling you that that... <laughs> okay, imagine imagine you're fucking tormented for fucking 21 years and they connect this one person because he did a prank phone call on you. Mm-hmm. Well, all they can t- connect is that he did a phone call and you've gotten similar ones for 21 years. Mm-hmm. It's probably fucking him, but he didn't like come to your house, leave any fucking DNA, um, didn't harass you in any other way, sending you fucking hate mail or whatever. He just he called you for twenty one years, and he harassed you. Like if 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 he did it once and they can confirm it, and it was very similar to the rest, it's probably that fucking guy. And all you can do is take that information and be like, okay, it was definitely him. Now, since he drove a van that was what's the same model. I'm going to Google his name. Henry Johnson Blair. What I'm saying is I think he did it. I don't know. I I would just say it's him because, like, I don't know, man. Like, 21 years making these phone calls. Like, I get it. If you're making a joke or you think it's funny, like, with 21 years, like, man. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's him, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. He does, like... I mean, I don't know. Does, like does he average. look like a mother? Does he look like a like a weird motherfucker? Um. Well, his eyes are closed, and he look. He looks like he's in like in court or something, and like he looks probably. like a fat, fat older white guy that probably did not get that much pussy in his day. So Pro- maybe yeah, like, probably probably drove a van. Yeah. Know? Oh, probably, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a photo in her camera showed a white van, and he drove some shit similar. Come on, dude. Oh, dude, fuck it, so, man. Let's, let, let's just convict him right now, man. Let's just go fucking... Yeah, no, so... You know, get this guy. I mean, there's really nothing else to the case. That's all you really know is that she went missing and she was supposedly in, um... In a, you know, either kidnapped by a biker gang, but her fucking camera showed that she was... In, she took a picture... So her fucking camera showed that she took a picture of a white van... And, um, Hank, you know, Henry Johnson Blair drove a white van and he was the person that was calling his mother for fucking 21 years. All signs point to me as, as, or for me, whatever you want to say. So for me, everything points towards him. Unfortunately, Amy's father died in the early 1990s of uh, lung cancer and her mother co-authored a book about Amy's disappearance in 2001 with uh, uh, Greg uh, Anapu, some shit like that, Anapu, uh, Greg Anapu, it was called Without a Trace, The Disappearance of Amy Billick, A Mother's Search for Justice, and also unfortunately she died in 2005 at the age of 80, <laughs> Amy's case is still cold, and uh, it's still unsolved. Yeah, man. So, it's, uh, it's crazy. So what I think 
I think Hank did it. That's what I think. My my final thoughts are that Hank did it, aka Henry Johnson Blair. What about you? Um, I would agree with that. Either that or just some random guy picked her up and murdered her, and then you know I don't I don't know what happened to her body, but you know who knows. Yeah, uh, but like with what we know, that's probably the the yeah. most likely outcome. Yeah, I would agree. So, uh, more of the story: um, don't hitchhike. Don't hitchhike. If you're, especially if you're attractive and a female. If you're fat and ugly or something, then uh, yeah. you know, go ahead, hitchhike away, save gas money, <laughs> hitchhike. Hitchhike away, bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, dude. This was a great episode, man. Excuse me. I'm going to end this episode just like I always do, but I, I don't want to record again. So thank you for listening. And if you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash we didn't do it for a $5 donation. You will get access to our bonus show, which is off topic. We also decided to do a bonus, a second bonus show where it's called we definitely didn't do it. Or we know who did it. I don't know. It's between those two names. We're we're going to talk about closed cases. Murders that are solved. But we're still going to talk shit and make jokes. So there's two bonus shows. Off topic where we talk about everything that is not true crime. And then there's also. We definitely didn't do it. Where we talk about closed cases. Just murders that like like low key. I'm, sometimes I'm like damn dude I wish that wasn't solved. Why? 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 Why do you wish that wasn't solved? Because I, then I could talk about it on my podcast. Because we do cold cases, you know? We do cases that are not solved. So, yeah, we're going to have two bonus shows. So go to patreon.com slash we didn't do it. And I want to thank Rick again for joining me. This is the third episode. Uh, without a motherfucking doubt, this is the most out-of-pocket episode that I have ever been on. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And I've been on fucking... Damn, dude. I don't even know how many podcasts I've been on. This is absolutely the most fucking out-of-pocket episode, dude. We had several conversations that I was like, damn, dude. We really said... We really said that shit. We really fucking recorded that, didn't we? So. Yeah, man. But anyway, thanks again, Rick. People love right, our man. chemistry, and, and, yeah. and I love I love that you can you can get together with me, man. I've I've known Rick for longer than I've known anybody that's ever been on this fucking show. So I had a really enjoyable conversation. So we're gonna end this podcast right here. But thank you for listening. And as always, stay alive, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>